1: hey everybody welcome and thank you for listening to this episode of marriage therapy radio my name is zach brittle here with laura heck um this is a fun one i mean they're all fun for me i guess but we um we start off talking a little bit about what happens to us in the therapy office when we are meeting with different kinds of clients it's been an interesting experiment for me to understand that different kinds of couples draw out different kind of energy from me Um, and then we do a mailbag question we have a very specific question about sex and intimacy from a listener that contacted me on the Instagram. If you are not following us on the Instagram, please do that. We are at Marriage Therapy Radio. Uh, this is a very cool conversation. Stick around.
0: I got to tell you something I've been working on and I really am. I'm digging it. It's a lot of like introspection. I don't know if this is just like the right time in life to be thinking about something like this, but okay. Um, I have been actively and it's something I've been trying to teach my kiddo as well. Actively, I guess, being mindful and tell me if I've already told you this about my experiences, about my day, uh, about the food that I eat, about my activity level and asking myself like, yeah, asking myself after an interaction, like if I was to go out for lunch, meet up with some people, have a certain meal, maybe have a beer or a soda, water, or whatever. And then I leave that situation. I ask myself, how do you feel right now? Like, are you feeling energized? Are you feeling motivated? Do you feel good about yourself? Are you like ready to take on the world or kind of the opposite? And so I've been, I've been doing this consciously multiple times a day and I'm kind of pumped on it because it's helping me to really sort out um, just what's happening for me and how I'm responding to the world and the people around me. And I'm fine. I'm like trying to trim the fat a little bit. Um, Yeah. I did this with my son the other day where he was like slumping down in in the restaurant and he was like, Oh, I'm so tired. And I said, Okay, cool. Let's talk about what we're doing right now. What did we do before breakfast? Um, And he was like, I was on my iPad. I'm like, That's right. Saturday, you get your screen time. You're on your iPad. Okay. And then at breakfast, what did you have to eat? I had biscuits and gravy. Okay. Mm. And how are you feeling right now? Lethargic. You're feeling unmotivated. You feel really tired and sluggish. So I'm just trying to help him point out for himself, like what lifts him up, what makes him feel good, all of those things while also trying to help me do this. And I love it. And I'm, I'm finding that I think that I... I'll let you know, Zach, I'll text you after this, this moment that we, we share together today, how okay. I feel afterward. And whether oh, or not you'll be a part so of the much. trimming of the fat,
1: yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really appreciate it,
0: yeah.
1: I, you know, I've been having that experience a little bit actually with clients. So I told you I hired this like professional coach,
0: yeah. And one of the tell things me how that it she, went
1: well, one of the things that she has me doing is like, what clients do you like to work with? Like mm-hmm. who, what, what? I, I was like, I don't know, man. Some of my clients they're like really hard and their energy. She's like, well why, why won't you, why don't you just be more selective and work with the ones that bring you energy? Uh And I was like, huh? So she has me paying attention. Right. So in the last week I've had these two really different experiences. And I wonder if you have this, like I have these, this new couple, it's two men. They're, um, they're, they're both very articulate, um, Mm -hmm. and smart. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I'm with them, I'm in this almost like intellectual round table
0: Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, like a, an intel- a group, group, uh, group tank or whatever. I just feel it?
1: like I'm in like a, um, yeah, I just feel like I'm in this like college, PhD, mm-hmm. you know, content processing sort of working through. And I feel older and smarter and whatever, right? I feel so. I'm like, ah, I, 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 it's hard. It's really hard to mm-hmm. do to be a, but like, but then I have this other couple, I'm meeting with them and they're much younger, much less established in their career, much less, um, much less connected to one another. And I feel very parental. I take on this very parental, mm-hmm. almost unconsciously like, okay, guys, we need to get it together. Yeah. This is the thing we need to do. I want you to think about this, which I would never say in the, in that first setting.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: like for me, you know, I have whatever I have 20, 30 clients a week. And I wonder if I have 20, 30 different personalities a week or 20, 30 different. Pers- of how
0: you show up.
1: Oh yeah. Of how I show up or totally. And some of them of course are more energizing than others. Yeah. You know, and of course that goes with the meals that you eat and the shows that you watch and the exercises you choose. But, um, but yeah, do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like you have to, you kind of are a different part of your persona depending on who you're working with?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely times where I walk away from sessions and I'm like, man, I hit it out of the ballpark. And I'm consistently hitting it out of the ballpark because conversation is easy, or I, I have these metaphors that they just glum onto that just make a ton of sense. And, um, but, you know, I was just talking. In, in the process of being in therapy school right now, back again in sex sex therapy school. And we're talking exactly about what you're talking about, which is what is your ideal client and what are your values? Mm. And one of the things that we were talking about is how when your clients line up with your personal value system, you sort of enter into a bit of a state of flow with them. Uh, it goes easier. Uh-huh. Um, and when you find that your value systems don't align, um, I guess I'm I'm curious because as a clinician i don't think it's our job to be a chameleon i think that we need to be firm and clear about who we are and what our role is but we can show up for some people and that's one of the questions that i ask for them in the very first session of like hey like what is my role in all of this what do you uh-huh. anticipate or see the therapist being in your in your relationship am i uh, a referee? Am I a scorekeeper? Am I yeah. um, someone who's going to point out like blind spots or cavities in your relationship, like a dentist? Do you want me to be kind of like a motherly figure? And in understanding what their idea of who that is, that allows me from the get-go to kind of determine, am I good in that role? Like, do I feel good being yeah, the did referee? Yeah, you ever say,
1: nope, can't be that. That's
0: 100%. Yeah, yeah. I let folks know all the time that I, I want to understand what it is that you're looking for. And then I'm going to share who I am as a person. And I'm not a chameleon. There's a lot of different you know therapists out there. But when I get a clearer picture of what you're bringing to the table, what you're hoping to get, I have to figure out if I can realistically serve you in that way. That's going to not only like, that's going to put me in the best spot of showing up as my best therapist self. And if I'm working with too many clients where I'm out of value or out of line with them, it's going to be draining and I'm not going to show up as my best self. So interesting. Yeah. yeah, That's what kind of what we've been working on recently. And I, actually it's interesting. We're talking about this because I've kind of been batting around this idea that now I'm getting into a whole realm of very similar clients coming to see mm-hmm. me demographically, mm-hmm. um, I'm tapping into sort of the one percenters and, um, and that's it. And that's fun and exciting and different, but it's also giving me a very narrow picture of, mm-hmm. uh, of the world. And yeah. so I'm kind of yeah. trying to battle that in my head.
1: Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you ever, when they, when they start, uh, when you start to kind of propose the menu of options that they have, like mother or referee mm-hmm. or you know, dentist, what is what is it that you feel like? What do you, what do you want to be? What's the thing that you're like, this is what Laura Heck basically is.
0: Yeah. I think, um, I like to be, uh, like a, an educator. I like mm-hmm. to be someone that's going to give them tools. Like if they're saying like, Laura, we really just want you to like arm us with tools, make us smarter, like you say. Right. Yeah. Um, I yeah. also really like to be an encourager like when people are kind of have lost hope a little bit of hope or they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel i like to be able to point out how they really are crushing it in other areas of their life. Like I want people to experience competence in their relationship as a partner. I want them to feel good about how they are as a husband or a wife or, you know, um, and that's something I really enjoy doing is if I find that people are saying, I really need a cheerleader. I'm like, cool. I'll be, Mm. which by the way, don't I look like a cheerleader right now? I got a little bit. I got a high pony and an Argyle sweater on. It's like 1950s poodle skirt, (laughs) crushing it. Saddle Um, shoes. What, what do you um, enjoy?
1: I like, um, detective.
0: Mm.
1: I like like kind of a uh, couple walks in and to me, it's a mystery. Like, what is it that's going on? Like what's happening here? And what are the clues that we need to follow? And what are the red herrings? That's like the false clue. And mm. what's the, you know, what are the possible suspects and, you know, how do we, you know, kind of figure out what's going on so that we can. Um, and part of what I like about being a detective is I get to play Columbo a lot you know, I this, even
0: know who Columbo
1: is. Columbo is the you know who he is. It's um, gosh, I forget the actor's name, but he's always in a trench coat and his hair always looks like this, and he's kind of got like a little cigarette. And he's, but the way he solves the mystery is he plays dumb the whole time. Oh, he's like, well, that doesn't make any sense because what about the da da? And then the last two minutes of the show is, bah,
0: well, I knew all <laughs> you along.
1: Know? <laughs> you know, so um, uh, so yeah, I like detective. I also like architect because I think um,
0: ooh, I like that. You know.
1: When people come in, a lot of times they ask for, they say it I mean, I would say eighty percent of the people come into my office ask for tools. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fine. But tools aren't gonna get you anywhere unless you know what you're building. And so an architect sort of says, Here's what we're building,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know? And then they have to figure out, do they have the rest of the resources to build it on their own? Mm-hmm. Some of them are gonna be able to do that by themselves and some of them need to hire you know, professional coaches or maybe personal trainers, or maybe they need a babysitter or housekeeper. Maybe they just need to tap into a different part of their own selves.
0: I really like the architect idea because I've been using the language of blueprint that um, uh-huh. we t- we talk about this when we coach our couples is um, we have five conversations for you to have on purpose. And mm-hmm. well, and I say we, but that's you, that's all you. Thank you.
1: No, um, I was thinking about, um, we're we're babysitting again. So we have a toddler in our house like twice a week. Uh-huh. Rebecca does. Yeah. So we're listening to all this old music that we listen to with our girls. Yeah. And one of them is this uh high five. Five senses. Say them with me. Five senses. Here we go. Say five. High five. And it's like, oh my god. It's like tri- I'm like going into convulsions when this music comes on. But um I'm having anyway, a you hard time f-
0: finding the connection. Please, you said the word just- five
1: and I started to go, I started to uh-huh. t- my tick.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. I started to go. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So five conversations on purpose and the language that I use is I'm going to give you a blueprint and uh, just through doing a little bit more analysis of my own values and what I appreciate is I appreciate predictability and stability and those Mm -hmm. two things when your relationship is in chaos, having the blueprint of how to do something makes it a lot easier for you to be able to kind of feel a little more grounded. And so the blueprint is this is the conversation I want you to have when one of you is angry. And this is what I want you to say. And for Mm -hmm. many people, and I've gotten some pushback recently, but for many people it goes, ah, that feels nice. Mm Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know that Zach and I are huge fans of getting support, and that is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, trauma, grief, relationships, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in office counselor. With the ability to communicate when and how you want, whether it be messaging through the phone or video conferencing. The matching process is quick, but thorough. Look, I know that a lot of therapists are booked out and difficult to get into, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. And when you register with BetterHelp, you are supporting Marriage Therapy Radio. Go to trybetterhelp.com MTR. So, So, So it's try betterhelp.com forward slash M-T-R to register with BetterHelp. T-R-Y-B-E-T-T-E-R help H-E-L-P.com forward slash M-T-R and you receive a special discount as a Marriage Therapy Radio listener. You told me that we have a question that came in for me specifically. Yeah, do you want to be a cheerleader
1: and an educator this morning? Sure. All right. Came in on the Instagram. I've been, down, I've been I've been I've uh, been laying down on the Instagram. I haven't had as much energy, so it's been a couple of weeks since I posted. But people Ooh. still, it's still they like still us, they still want to engage, and they still ask us questions.
0: Yeah, are we up to two million followers yet?
1: No, I'm no, but start. we did get to two thousand and twenty-two. That was fun. That was okay. a fun little milestone for me. All right. Um, this one comes from a lady who says, "I've been listening for a long time now,
0: mm-hmm. and at least four or five years."
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, she finds our podcast very useful and entertaining. And then she says, this question might be for Laura due to the issue in nature.
0: Mm.
1: I recently told my husband that it would be great if he tried to help get me in the mood. And then she tells me what that means. She says foreplay in parentheses. Yeah. I recently told my husband, it would be great if he helped get me in the mood foreplay so we can increase our sex life. And he recently told me he needs sex every day. And it's too much work to try to get me in the mood when all he needs is just to relieve himself. And he became mad and frustrated at me. So of course I'm at a loss for how to resolve this.
0: Mm, Okay. All right. So anytime you have a partner that's going to be like the higher desire partner and they're saying, hey, I want more sex. The follow-up question should always be, what can I do to help you?
1: So you're suggesting that he needs to say,
0: he needs to lean in.
1: I need more sex. Yeah. How can I get
0: it? Mm-hmm. How, what, what might it take for you to be interested in engaging sexually with me? And okay, that's I know the where, answer. right. Oh, I what is the answer? The answer?
1: Uh, I need you to help get me in the mood. Oh, I need more foreplay.
0: Okay. So then I'm going to get even more curious. I'm going to say, well, I know what gets me in the mood. It's when you wear those booty shorts. But what does it take for you to get in the mood? So what she's really asking for, which I really love, is she's asking for something that is going to excite her and arouse her. And once she's feeling that sort of twinge of excitement or physical arousal, then the rest of her is going to come online and say, that feels pretty stinking good. I want more mm-hmm. of that. So she's she's more of a responsive. There's kind of two ways, right? We have like spontaneous desire that comes up where you're grocery shopping, and you see a cucumber and you're like, dang, I'm so horny right now. I could go for mm-hmm. some sex. That's spontaneous. I think that it can be quite frustrating I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent and sort of talk about spontaneous versus responsive. You got it. You got it. Is that I, I I think educate
1: me and cheer, cheer me on.
0: Okay. I will. I will. Here we go. That I'm going to ask you for this, some personal information. Do you feel like your body has shifted and changed as you have aged? And have you moved from one to the other? Meaning like maybe you were more responsive uh, versus more spontaneous? Do you feel like you've kind of always been the same? I mean, I'm just curious how age and time and your relationship. You're asking I'm asking Zach.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. My body has changed and my expectation and experience of sex has changed mm-hmm. and it definitely ebbs and flows. And sometimes it surprises me. Maybe just like we were talking about the meals that you eat or the, the clients that you have. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, huh,
0: hmm.
1: well, that's kind of sexy. Hmm. I didn't realize that was sexy in a way that it was not, you know, a year ago or five years ago. So yes, a hundred percent. Okay. The whole experience of it changes at ebbs and flows as I move through time.
0: Yeah. I have a client recently where we were really just taking a look at time in the last 40 years and Mm -hmm. moving from a teenager where you were just so aroused all the time, so horny, you have so much testosterone pumping through your system. And which means that spontaneous desire may be more on board and you might experience more spontaneous desire early on in your life. And then as you move through time, you're not spontaneously aroused as much as you would. That doesn't mean that you've lost sexual desire. It just means that it's changed over time. And that can be uh, a little bit of like a grief moment for some people of like, man, I used to be so horny all the time. Now I'm not horny anymore. Anywho, it sounds like her male partner, is more spontaneous. I mean, he might not be, but he might be more spontaneous. She's more responsive. So if Mm -hmm. he wants to have more sex, the question is, how can I help you to respond, help get your brain and your body aligned so that you can respond to me when I'm interested in having sex? And she needs to be very clear. And I would hope that he would get really curious if she's unclear as to what helps her to feel. I mean, she says, Foreplay, for, for, I mean, that could be like tickling your kneecap. That could yeah. be kissing your ears. That could be like...
1: It could be unloading the dishwasher.
0: Oh, that's chore play, sweetheart. Isn't that okay. fun? Chore yeah. play. Nice it chore. totally could though. Yeah. It could be unloading the dishwasher while also doing some sexy hip thrusts. Who knows?
1: Yeah, or so, it could be making sustained eye contact with me. It could mm-hmm. be asking me how my day is. See, oh. you're being very generous, gracious to this guy yeah. who I think is being ridiculous because... <laughs> If the response is I need sex every day Mm -hmm. and it's too much work to get you in the mood, Mm -hmm. I think I think it's missing the point of intimacy.
0: Well, let's also keep in mind that that is coming from her. He's not having he doesn't have a voice here. So I'm going to extend a little grace to this unknown gentleman that's not speaking for
1: himself. But again, you have more grace than me.
0: (laughs) All right. Okay. Um, I don't think I also, there's anything wrong to communicate to your partner that I'm a high sexual, I have high sexual desire, and I would like to have sex every day. There is that's nothing. That's not what
1: she said that she that he said though.
0: He says I'm not she willing said, to take she the She said, he said. Yeah.
1: I need sex every day. Yeah. And I don't want to put the work in. Actually, uh-huh. Hold on, let me let me quote her directly so I don't I always get in trouble when I
0: so what I'm trying to clarify is it's this is a case. too much work to try much. and get her
1: in the mood when all he needs is just to relieve himself.
0: Okay. All right. So here's another thing, a question that I have for you. Is it okay in that relationship for him to say, today I want to have sex with you and it is just to relieve myself?
1: 100%.
0: Thank you. I agree too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I think said, it's good I, to
0: be clear about what you're looking for. Like, am I looking for fast food sex? Am I looking for just totally. like to satiate that hunger while I'm on the road? And like, I'm, it's, it needs to be a quickie. And if you're not like interested, but you're willing to show up as a partner and it's consensual, cool.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but if he's saying, I, I just I think need it would to be totally
1: these. cool for her to be like, sure. Take me to McDonald's three times a week. As long as you take me to Applebee's once. Applebee's. And <laughs> let's up the
0: <laughs> Olive Garden.
1: <laughs> Olive garden once. And then also like the fancy steakhouse, you know, Ruth's Chris, you gotta yeah. take me there once a month. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that's fine to negotiate because the reality is you can't eat at McDonald's every single day as right. your son probably knows because he's, he calls like, it poison. You know? I know. It's true. But, um, but you also can't eat at the steakhouse every single day. So yeah. there does have to be like a, like a compromise. But if, if it's, if it's, I, I think this is always true. If it's ever binary, I want this. Well, I want that. Well, we can't do this or that. Well, of Mm -hmm. course you can't do this or that. Like Mm -hmm. life is about compromise. Life is about finding the thing in the middle. It's about nuance. Yeah. But I do think that, you know, biologically and factually, he doesn't need sex every day.
0: Nobody has ever died from a lack of sex.
1: He may need relief. He may need comfort. He may need uh, intimacy. He may need orgasm but he doesn't mm-hmm. need sex every day. Mm-hmm. And so if he turns his wife into the object of this false need, that's going to turn into a, a pile of resentment, I think for, for one or both of them.
0: So here's the other piece that I get really curious about. And I, this okay. is for her is to get curious. Cause if she's feeling like defensive, like what the heck, like you don't want to, you don't want to take the time to turn me on so that I am in a state of mutual pleasure. You just want to get your cookie and you want for me to show up. I'm not mm-hmm. cool with that, but I also, and this is something that you say all the time, and I have used it so many times. If you find yourself getting defensive, you don't have enough information. Uh huh. Mm. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, Zach. Yeah. So I would get really, right, getting detective and just kind of showing up and saying, like, wow, like, tell me what this is about. Like, what is the, what does orgasm for you, the release? You said release. I don't know what that means. Like, are you, do, what does that do for you? And I have a couple of, you know, ideas of, I'm stressed out and I find that after I orgasm, it makes me feel better um, or yeah. it's different. Like um, So then I would say, okay, why why not masturbate? If you're stressed out and you're looking for the orgasm and you want that release, why not take the time to masturbate daily and help yourself to experience that release? And he might say, it feels different. It's different. It's the yeah, connection that I have totally. with you. Now, all of a sudden, she's probably going, oh, connection that helps yeah. you because there's, there's a different thing that happens for you when you're masturbating and when you are having an experience with your partner that yeah. feels good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, it you know, what's the trade, what's the trade off or the payoff? Like, Hey, when I have sex, and especially when I have sex with you and especially when I have sex with you every single day, it makes my heart more available. It makes me more inclined mm-hmm. to want to participate in in parenting or yeah. or housework. Yeah, it makes me feel better about my body, which makes it easier for me to make you feel better about your body. I mean, there's there can be a prolonged mm-hmm. conversation about the trade offs, and to me, I don't I don't remember if I've ever said this before, but I feel like you and I both, and maybe couples are familiar with this idea of t- sort of chicken egg, like it goes yeah. down, like well you do this, but yeah it's because you do this, well but you did this and. But yeah, but I don't have it, you know, but the only reason that was, but I could never, and it goes down, down, down into the ground. Nobody wins. Right. Unless we flip it over and we go, what, egg chicken? And we start to drive it up. Hey, I feel more connected to you when I have sex every single day. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, I actually do too. But it's easier for me to have sex every day when I'm in the mood. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's hard for me to put you in the mood because sometimes we don't have time. Oh, of course. But, um, thank you for wanting to, maybe we could create time and we're driving it all the way up until mm-hmm. we both win mm-hmm. instead of we're driving it down until we both lose, you know?
0: Yeah. I I think the one thing that I would ask for is how can you take his desire to have sex every day and how can you create mutual pleasure for both of you? Because mm-hmm. the way that she presented it is this is a one-sided street and it's it's not feeling, I feel very stuck. Yeah. And I, I think I would take that back to him and help him to understand. And just this is the education piece that I do with couples is just yeah. give them information and yeah. you can ask for information of like what makes you feel pleasurable because it seems like you're ready to go any time. I'm not ready to go anytime. In fact, my body is like it's actually quite painful to have sex mm-hmm. if I am not revved up. And if it's painful, yeah. then I'm not having a good time. And it's starting to actually lay down, like you said, some resentments of of saying yes, when I shouldn't be saying yes, I should be saying no, because my body is saying no.
1: Yeah. Um, it makes me think too about this idea of if we're going to change the conversation about sex, we can talk about what is sex for?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it for making a baby? Right, Because Maybe when you're ovulating, you should have sex every single day. Maybe you should have it three or four times a day. Yeah. You know, is it for play? Is it for release? If it's for play and this, I, I think about like phases that we've gone through. A handful of years ago, my wife got a book called, uh, I don't know what the title of it is, but it basically was 365 different positions. Yeah. And it was like, you know, what's today? March, No, April, April 14th, you flip to April 14th and there's yeah. this diagram of this couple and they're doing this thing. And sometimes there was a bed, but sometimes there was an exercise ball and sometimes yeah. there was a desk, desk chair and sometimes somebody's head was upside down. <laughs> but, um, you know, we would occasionally just flip to whatever the day was and be like, let's see if we can pull this off. Uh-huh. And so for us, it became this really playful experience of, I don't know. I don't know. We're not really in the mood. Mm-hmm. This isn't what, you know, we're not trying to make a baby. It's it. sometimes it feels like work. So what if we just, you know, that could change the whole conversation for this couple if they just said, OK, well, here's 365 days yeah. of let's see if we can pull this off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, he's presented. I mean, what you're saying is they're at an impasse here where he has presented what he has said or what she has interpreted. Who knows if that totally. was really what yeah. he was intending That's uh, is that sex is for release and yeah. she might have a different release. idea. His release. And she might have a different idea. But, you know, if you can align or you can at least say like, hey, I'm down to have sex for your release. That's totally fine. But I just need you to know that I actually need to have sex to feel closer and more connected. And I'd like to set a date up with you tomorrow. And in order to do that, what that means is that I'm going to need you to take me out on a date. And when your partner says these things, again, like ideally you are yielding. You're saying, Hey, that's a really interesting idea. I'm game. Let's do it. Or, Hey, that's interesting. Tell me more about that. Cause I'm kind of curious what you mean by that. Yeah. How long do I have to talk to you before I have sex?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hey, this is kind of fun because there's two things that have come up. We were talking about play that, uh, my couples have mentioned to me. Number one is, this uh youtube video of and they're like whatever you know they're influencers but it's a husband and wife team and they tried to recreate all of these tandem yoga poses and and they're you know not yogis and they're not athletic and it was really fun watching them get themselves in awkward positions where like you know it just looked like red red hand on red red foot yeah. Foot on yellow, whatever. It's okay. A the second one is there was a uh, Amazon and several of my couples have said that they got this, which is it's like, like a scrap. Amazon off. the website
1: or Amazon, the giant warrior woman,
0: Amazon, the website, because okay. this episode is brought to you by. Amazon.
1: Um, I have a funny story about Amazon that I'll tell you next time.
0: So they, they go, uh, it's like a scratch off and it's maybe like 30 days of fun date night ideas. And uh, when, and you read it and when you do it, you like cross it off or scratch it off or put a sticker over it or whatever. Um, And then there's also one that's like 30 sexy things to do with your partner. And they got that for Christmas and I've gone on, I think it's like $20, but I think that's a fun idea for a gift that's coming up for like, you know, like father's day. I got you this. Yeah. 30 kinky things to do
1: with your super
0: loving husband or mother's
1: day or those things work. If the friendship is intact. That's true. You You, you don't, you don't like have like this tension and stress and strain and argument about sex and then say, here, I got this book for us.
0: (laughs) It's going to fix everything. (laughs) Yeah. All you need to do. Laura said, all I need to do is get into this weird position and (laughs) our relationship is going to be better. And the sex is going to be like light bulb sex. Light, yeah. light socket light socket sex yeah whatever whatever all right tell me a funny story about amazon i can't wait
1: oh i got this uh i got this new like amazon halo band thing Have you seen these ever before it's no. like a, one of those uh smart watch things okay um and it tells me like um it tells me uh my heart rate and it tells me it gives me exercise advice and it helps me t- tells me how i sleep but this one has on it it has a um It has a feature where you can turn on the sound part and it'll tell you how you, how you talk. So like if your voice gets agitated, it'll say you were really agitated in that (gasps) setting. And so I actually got it from an, from an old client who works in Amazon and wanted to give it to me. And she was like, Hey, try this out and tell me what you think, especially the sound part. She goes, I turned it on with my husband and I had to turn it off after like three days because I couldn't handle it telling me that I was being mean to him. Like, oh so,
0: man, I anyway. my the light bulbs are going off because one thing I know about my husband is that uh, I working from home. I've yeah. been able to hear uh, how he communicates, <laughs> and we'll yeah. just say that he is not as gentle with his uh, <laughs> colleagues as he is with Laura Heck. So well, that might he be may helpful. he
1: might he he might appreciate getting some feedback about his uh, his tone, his tone Although, when it's not
0: coming from Laura, but it's coming from yeah. his wrist.
1: <laughs> coming from a machine. Yeah, Although my client was like. Nope. I turned that stuff off right away. She didn't actually <laughs> say stuff. She said because
0: <laughs> it was another four-letter word. Well, <laughs> yeah. stuff is five.
1: Yeah. So um, but anyway, if That's you're in the market, funny. you can buy a halo band and uh I'm digging it. I and, wonder if uh, there's
0: something different though. I like I don't have to have a halo band, but I wonder if there's like an app on your on your computer that like while you're, you know, in Zoom meetings, it can like chime and just be a chill reminder, out. like yeah. just just chill out a little bit. Well, when
1: you're or when you're um when you're with your clients and you're sort of over cheerleading or over parenting, Stop. it says, you know, just chill. Just, just dial it down. Yeah. Become a there, be a detective, be an architect, be a be a coach, be an, an educator supervisors.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah.
1: All right.
0: Um okay. Well let's lay on this plane. This is what this was a more interesting conversation than I thought it was gonna be. So Well, fun. hopefully
1: I'll get a text a little bit later that says that you felt really energized by our time together. Mm
0: we'll see we'll see how
1: the day goes i know i'm waiting i'm gonna be waiting tenterhooks i and be waiting with bated breath to see like, <laughs> whether or not you enjoyed this time with me
0: yeah okay toodles
1: so hey wait wait uh what? did you see that note that we that last uh week after last was like our second load, largest downloaded ever
0: yeah what was that from are we oh, able to no see idea. but like there's more
1: than two people out there is all i'm saying so
0: it, it was like all of a sudden like africa came online and they're like hey these two bozos in uh, the pacific northwest the down down. yeah um right, what I did we talk go. about last week that was so interesting i don't know well hopefully they hear this because this episode was <laughs> like gold on oh, fire all right <laughs> way you go Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. If you have questions that you would like to have answered on air, you can always email us at info at marriage or you can hit up Zach on the Instagram or the Facebook it's Marriage Therapy Radio. Um, and just as a reminder, we have partnered with BetterHelp. So if you're looking for a therapist in your area to communicate about individual life stuff, stressors, grief, or even your relationship, go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR. So you can receive the discount. Um, thanks so much for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old.